Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am athlete tonight. Antonio Brown was out here talking crazy about Colin Kaepernick. Right, he did an interview with Cigar Talk Podcast, and that was hosted by Najee. And we're gonna play that audio for audio for you, and and, and tell you what Antonio Brown said. I don't want to play, man. He was trash. Everything. He was trash. Yeah, I don't want trash. He was alright. Come on, AB. Man, listen, he man. Was all right, AB. Kaepernick did all that and took the money and then got the commercials. We don't see Kaepernick outside. Where he at? I ain't never seen him outside. I never seen myself. All right, so like, don't even say. I see him throwing the ball, trying to get back in though. Yeah, that's. that's yeah, but he already took the money. All oh, that's cap. Like, mm. we ain't respecting that, bro. You took the money, the commercials. Yeah. We don't see you outside. We don't see him in the hood. He don't do nothing. Like, yeah. we cool, but nah, we ain't even saying Kaepernick. He not even from the hood. He don't even been in the trenches. Yeah. Like, we like Kaepernick and all, but like, yeah. we, ain't, we ain't really on that. So, as black people, we need to get that clear. Because, mm. like, when we have moments, ain't nobody giving us no nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, yeah. he took the hand out, so he got to take the man out and, like, take responsibility for that. Right. We ain't saying all that. What he did for, like, what he did, he he built a, a like, a foundation. What, what yeah, we saying? Yeah, foundation. I think. What yeah. it do though? <laughs> nah, be real, yeah, we still got to talk. Yeah, we all still so got to talk. Yeah, we got to talk. Man, like, who, I'm not gonna lie. What superhero he enforced? He made somebody like who he put on. Who I feel he like undercover? He be like tossing money. But why he undercover though? Right, <laughs> I don't know. You right about that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we need to we need to get some straight, man. <laughs> Now, Colin Kaepernick has done a lot in the community. I know he started the Know Your Rights camp and has donated over a million dollars to various charities, one being Meals on Wheels and Justice League. But what Antonio Brown said today in the video was quoted, you know, quote tweeted by, you know, a few professional athletes, one being Michael Thomas, the wide receiver from the New Orleans Saints, who said that he's not wrong, wrong, speaking about what Antonio Brown uh, did. Now, I was in the locker room when Colin Kaepernick you know, decided to take the need to, to bring awareness around social injustice and police brutality. And when that was going on, a lot of people in the locker room, when Colin Kaepernick essentially was blackballed from the NFL, felt that Colin Kaepernick, you know, actually benefited from doing that right now. He wasn't able to play the game of football like he wanted to, but he got the deal from Nike, right? He got the Netflix series. So a lot of people in the locker room felt like Colin Kaepernick really benefited from that now. I don't agree with Antonio Brown saying what has he done? I mean, it's been documented, well-documented what Colin Kaepernick has done, but there were a lot of people in the locker room that felt that he also benefited from that. So I'm going to bring my teammates (laughs) in on this discussion. Brandon Marshall, I know you did an interview with both Colin Kaepernick and Antonio Brown. What do you make of this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Colin Kaepernick, if he isn't already, will be in the National Museum of African-American History and Culture. 100%. When you think about the civil rights leaders, when it's all said and done, Colin Kaepernick will sit alongside of Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Mm. John Lewis, W.E.B. Du Bois, Stokely Carmichael, Ella Baker, A. Philip uh, Randolph, Thurgood Marshall, so many others, Malcolm Malcolm X, James Farmer, uh, Ruby Bridges, and and I can go on and on and on. Um, That's... uh, Colin Kaepernick's mark, yeah. right? When we sat down with Colin uh, a couple weeks ago, 
you know, he talked about his journey, talked about his process. In the beginning, Cat didn't have a plan. Mm. And to me, that's the most that's the that's the 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 best thing about it. It's the most beautiful thing about what he did is that he saw something, yeah. he felt something, and then he he took a knee. Mm. Okay. And then he tried to figure out what to do next. And that was the problem. That's where the disconnect between Cap and the players are. Yeah. Because in 2016, we all were in a league at that time. Yeah. In 2016, we were like, what's the plan? Exactly. Well, I remember Cap, those conversations. Cap in the locker didn't room. have a plan. Yeah. Oh, Cap didn't think this, this was, it was going to turn into all of this. Mm -hmm. Cap afterwards had to start putting the plan together. He just said, I just don't believe in this. That's mm -hmm. it. He never thought he were going to be he was going to be uh, a civil rights leader. He never thought that oh that wasn't the plan to be in a museum. Yeah, he said, I just don't believe in that, and that's 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 when you know it's pure yeah. and it's real. There's no intention. There's no motives, mm. right? So yeah, you named a lot of things that that he has done. I mean, since my time, I haven't seen Cap since 2015, and so a couple of weeks ago was the first time I saw him since then. And when he came, I said, "What are you trying to accomplish?" So I wanted to play football. I said, okay, I love what you're doing then. Now all, all only thing you have to do is tell your story because for the last four or five years, everybody's been telling your story. We need to hear from you. But there's so much at stake. He knows that the bigger picture is what he's already doing. Everything is not always for the film. Everything's not always for the show and for everybody to see. Since then, I've been talking to him and I'll be like, where are you at this weekend? Well, I'm in I'm in Vegas this weekend because, you know, the Know Your Rights camp, we got about 50 people showing up and I'm teaching them the rights. Mm. It's, we don't have to know. He, yeah, it's always about moving. putting it out there on social media. Correct. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's there's 20 different things that Cap has done. So what, what AB is saying, I think it's just a, a miscommunication. It's a disconnect because there wasn't a plan initially. And so we go back to that and he's right. Cap hasn't done a lot of sit downs and talks. Hell, we were one of the first to get that type of sit down with Cap. Yeah, you can watch that on YouTube. I am athlete. All right, but moving forward, I just think it's uh it's nonsense to say that this dude doesn't have a a, a huge uh place in 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 the black um you know you know just American history. Forget black, just yeah. American history. I like the word you use, the miscommunication, right? because I didn't know he did all these different things and he gave money to all these different charities. And I had talked with guys that's playing now in a locker room. They said the same thing. AB said, it was like, what is he doing to even give back to the players that actually knelt and they don't have jobs? I mean, he's benefiting off Netflix, Nike. And I'm like, mm. what do you expect him to do? You know, like, do you think he'll give all the players a meal that sat out? It's like, no, cat was the first one to take a knee by himself yeah. we were all in the league bro <laughs> I, even though i love equality i'm about equality but i didn't think to get on the knee and say my whole football career can be taken at any second yeah. he was the first one to do that you know and just like you said he was he was willing to accept whatever outcome came from that right yeah. so the fact that he led a whole movement and he will be an african-american um museum i think he deserves everything and all these accolades that he is getting. And I just think AB just didn't do his research. Yeah. He didn't know. And the thing is, if you broadcast everything you do, people think you're doing it for attention. Mm. But when you don't broadcast it, they don't know. And they don't think you're doing anything. Mm. So like you said, it's just a miscommunication, man. I love what Cap doing. And, and, and here's the thing too, because Cap, to your last point, talk about broadcasting everything you're doing. Mm. So it's interesting when we sat down with them, he said, well, 
they said that I would be a distraction, mm. right? Because I'm still a football player. I still want to play ball. So one of the reasons why I haven't said much is because I wanted to show them that I wouldn't be a distraction. Yeah, oh, good point. And now he's saying, okay, well, uh, now I showed that. Now I'm ready to play. So now I'm going to get up and I'm going to start controlling my own narrative. That's why you see Cap flying around, throwing to different receivers and also talking just a little bit more. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. That's actually a perfect segue. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my two teammates, Brandon Marshall and Brandon Flowers. And Brandon, you talked about Cap. Brandon who? Brandon Marshall. That's right. We got two Brandons. Brandon Marshall. I have to specify that. You talked about Cap not wanting to really broadcast everything because he wanted to show GMs that he's not a distraction, right? So, you know, you guys like to play, let's play a GM, right? In this Ooh. situation, yeah, you like that. It's perfect like segue, that. right? Well, then we got the actor here, yeah. so like, you got to go into role, go exactly. into character too. Hold on, they yeah. get into character. You go make you go you guys, are both, you guys are both going to be a GM, and I'm and I'm gonna go ahead and put a scenario in front of you. You got Antonio Brown, who most likely will be a Hall of Famer by the numbers, and you got Colin Kaepernick. Which guy are you bringing in first to on your team? Woof. All right, so I'm going to go on the character. You ready? Go ahead. <laughs> give me it. What's my name as the I'm going to give you a general manager. General na- general manager name. Uh Brandon Wilshire. Brandon Wilshire. <laughs> so I'm going to sit down with uh AB and I'm going to say um now you know be honest. I'll be honest. I love AB. I yeah. sat down with him. He blessed our show and that's a big deal. You know, so I want to say that's a big deal for us to be early in our career, building out this platform and getting our athletes to come to us first. Correct. Right. And so I appreciate that. But the reality is, um, I think that the, the I think I think I, I don't think that A.B. will play again. Honestly. Yeah, I don't think he'll play again. It's just tough, man. Like it's just how, you know, how things has have transpired, transpired since. He's taken since he took off his his shirt, his jersey, and all mm-hmm. of that, in MetLife Stadium. That's a tough situation at this phase of his career. So now I'm a general manager. I sit down with Cap, and I did this on YouTube. So I'm going to Cap. Yeah. I'm going to say, let me get into character again. Cap. Yes. It's been five years. It has, but I've been I've been working, coach, and, I, and I'm ready. I've been ready. I just need an opportunity. Okay. Well, um, what makes you special? I think my play on the field shows that I can be a special player in the NFL. I, I led a team to the Super Bowl, right? Uh, my teammates love me. If you've heard all of my ex-coaches, I haven't been a distraction everywhere I went. Um, I've been a great leader, um, a guy that guys can rally around. So I think I could come in, you know, to a, if you give me the opportunity and show you that I still could be a starting quarterback on your team. And if I can't be the starting quarterback, I damn sure could be the backup. Yeah, you you you're probably right, Cap, and 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 I'm excited about this conversation and potentially working you out and yeah. then bringing you in because when you think about you know the NFL today, these quarterbacks got to be dual threat. Yeah, and you know that's what I do. Oh, I love that. I you love know that. That's confidence. what I do. So the last thing I have for you, Cap, is this. Yeah. And my name is uh, General Manager Brandon Wilshire. Is what you Wilshire? Wilshire, yeah. Mr. Will GM Wilshire. Um, I asked Cap this. Breaking character, now I'm getting back into character. How do I know you're not going to be a distraction? Well, all you got to do is ask my coaches, right? Chip Kelly, 
you know, you could ask him about, you know, my character and what I brought. I was never a distraction when it came to the locker room or on the field, right? Ask my coach, Coach Harborough. You know, he'll tell you about my leadership skills and what I brought to a locker room and how I wasn't a distraction when it came to specifically football and on the field and in the locker room. I mean, it's well documented, Mm. right? This guy wouldn't have had me at the Michigan, you know, spring game throwing for NFL scouts if I had burned that bridge, right? So I was never truly a distraction in the locker room. So, you know, you got to ask yourself, if anything, this cap, what does Colin Kaepernick bring to the team, right? He's, you know, Nike, what the evaluation went up $6 billion when once they brought me on, right? So you talk about, you know, you may be worried about certain fans not showing up for the game, but it didn't seem to hurt Nike, so I don't think it'll hurt your team as well. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I think, hey, you, you might need to be a spokesperson. Hey, you you so now now you're the GM, GM. Okay. So if you had a choice between one of the two, Colin Kaepernick and Antonio Brown, which guy would you bring in first? See, I have to sit both of them down, right? Because okay. as a general manager, I'm about winning. Yeah. Right. And both of them, you can win with those guys. 100%. The Bucs would have won a Super Bowl, I feel, last year if AD would have played. Because Tom Brady would have had his weapons. He'd have somebody to go to. Like, he would have made it happen. That. Right. Yeah. And Cap, he a dual threat. Like, how you said, he can run. I, he wasn't the most accurate quarterback, but he made some people just got that it factor. You yeah. know, like he just makes stuff happen with the ball. So I want to sit both of them down. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have to talk to AB as a general manager okay. and I'm going to have to talk to Cap because there's some interesting things said online with AB that would make me might want to bring him in. Like, Such well, as? I'm get to it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to hear this. So what's my last name? I'm Brandon Who? Huh, let's give you let's Brandon. Brandon Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, Brandon Thompson. <laughs> Thompson. <laughs> All right, I'm Brandon Thompson. Antonio, how you doing, buddy? Uh, you're looking good. You're looking in shape there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love you. Hell, yeah. I jump on this <laughs> desk for you any day. Uh, I mean, but everybody in the building don't love you, all right? Why, Coach? Business is booming. I mean, you're booming just a little bit too much in New York. <laughs> I mean, hell, I like you. I like the way you're real, man. Hell, I turn the TV up. Well, you know, I, I can hear you. Work, Coach. You know I put this work in. Yeah, but everybody don't love you. But I have one question for you. What, what is you, it, Coach? Your guy who you sit courtside with told us they'll pay us $20 million. Okay. Mm. If you don't get into any, if you don't, if you get into any trouble, they'll pay us $20 million. Yeah. I might be willing to take that offer if you're up for it. If you can put that in a contract and say, you will give me $20 million. If I have any hiccups with you. Yeah. I'll be on board to go ahead and well, well you know, coach, we gotta get the lawyers involved and everything because I gotta make sure that you know that the paperwork is right. Because what you mean by trouble, that I mean that can go so many different ways. I need to know what that exactly means. I mean, like to meetings, missing meetings, anything. I, mean, coach, I could have car trouble. I mean, I, I think it should be legal trouble. If I don't get any legal trouble, I think we should be good. Well, I mean, you're not in a position to negotiate. <laughs> I mean, we're in a position. And I told you, hell, I love you, Antonio. But I mean, I got somebody I have to talk to. And this is a community in this building, all right? So these are different guys I got to get on page here. Oh, I mean, hell, man. I'm on your side, man. But just for everybody else, I mean. That's how they beat you. Yeah. <laughs> you like that line. You the only one that don't like me in here, bro. Hey, like, Thompson, Brandon hey, Thompson. Hey, 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 Oscar. <laughs> no, but it'll be interesting to see if either either one of these guys gets another opportunity. I know Colin Kaepernick is 
was out, you know, out here at IM Athlete and he was training and he looked good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see because their damn sure is a 96 quarterbacks better than him right now. And we know what Antonio Brown brings to the field mm-hmm. again by his numbers alone. He's a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer at the wide receiver position. But, you know, some of the things that have happened off the field and to Brandon Marshall's point, he thinks that, you know, that was the end. That was the that was the line in the sand, the, you know, at MetLife when he took his jersey off. And, and threw it right. into the crowd. Inside the Green Room with three-time NBA champ Danny Green. Joel's playing the playoffs, James playing the playoffs, knowing that they're making an emphasis here not to call as many fouls in the playoffs. They're going to change it even more. So they're going to let guys play even more. And the key is to, when it doesn't happen, get back on defense. But you got to get back. So we don't get the foul call. We don't make a shot. We can't let our offense dictate our defense. And that's the biggest thing, biggest change we need to grow in and mature on. Don't miss an episode of Inside the Green Room with Danny Green every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast. Well, we got a new game that we want to bring to the table. It's called NFL Free Agent Matchmaker, right? There's a lot of good veterans still out there. So I'm going to give you guys a list of free agents that are out there right now. And you can pick one or two guys and you tell me what team you think would be they, they would be best suited for, right? So T.Y. Hilton's still out there, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Melvin Ingram, Rob Gronkowski, Odell Beckham Jr., Dwayne Brown, and Jadavion Clowney. I'll go first. I think Jarvis Landry would be a perfect receiver for the Indianapolis Colts, right? They need a veteran guy. Michael Pittman's there. They, they just drafted Alec, Alec Pierce from the University of Cincinnati. He's a bigger receiver, of, you know, 50-50 contested jump catcher, a guy that can fly down the field, ran in the 4-3 range. I think they need an intermediate guy that, you know, has some veteran presence in Jarvis Landry. I think uh, Matt Ryan would love to have a guy like him, a proven veteran. Uh, cool story about Michael Pittman. When I was in high school, right, um, in Tampa, Florida, his dad, Michael Pittman, who also played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we were doing a donation type thing. We were going and knocking on doors, asking for donations for the team. So in the neighborhood, Mike, Michael Pittman lived in that neighborhood, his dad, the father. And it was funny because his wife came to the door and little Michael Pittman, you know, junior came out, he was running around, you know, in, in the garage. And then Mike Pittman comes out. I'm like, damn, this dude was a running back. Cause for all y'all didn't know, Michael Pittman was like, Rock solid. Yeah. He was built, bro. I played like, with Michael Pittman. Bro, he was big, bro. I, played with I him. didn't realize how big <laughs> he was. You know, I'm only a, like a sophomore in high school, so I walk up to this dude's door, and you know, he's a little intimidating. He walk out, you know, he had this cutoff shirt on, be you know, say, "Yo, what's good? Uh, how you doing?" And uh, like I said, little Mike, Michael Pittman was there, and it's just interesting to see that from that little kid, and now he's the number one receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. But I think Jarvis Landry would just fit perfect in what the Indianapolis Colts want. So Brandon Flowers, I'm going to throw it to you. Um, there's a few other free agents that we named. Pick your free agent and, and what team do you think he would best be suited for? See, dudes, I'm going to piggyback off you, right? Yeah. Jarvis Landry, I think he'll be a better fit for the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. This is why he's a tough wide receiver that don't mind getting dirty, don't mind blocking. Yeah. So when you got Henry running the rock, you got a receiver that's willing to crack down on the safeties and block downfield, he's going to be that much more effective. He's not going to want his touches. He's going to say, I'm going to do whatever I got to do to be dirty. And you know, Tennessee got an identity. They yeah, physical, they, they tough. That's what Jarvis Landry is. So I think he fits them perfectly. And I like Odell Beckham Jr. going to the Colts. They're mm-hmm. a team right now that they can be a little bit more explosive. You know, mm-hmm. I like Pittman at receiver, but if you add Odell, he's not going to be back to the playoffs, but that's when you're going to need him. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a two-horse race in that division with the Colts and the Titans. If you can get Odell back to the latter part of the season, he'll be more healthy than the guys on the field and he can make them a little bit more explosive. 
Wow. Okay, B. Marsh, who are you who are you going with? Let me piggyback off what you guys both said. I mean, I, I did a breakdown of Jarvis Juice Landry, and um, you, you know, I, I love what you guys are saying, but to me, what makes more sense for Jarvis is Kansas City. He's a slot receiver. That's where he dominates. He can play all positions, mm-hmm. and he can get down and dirty, like you said, B. But you know, this is a dude that can really dominate in the slot. So when you when you break it down as far as what teams are throwing it to the slot and the percentage of, you know, like how deep they're throwing it and, and you know, compared to Jarvis's route tree, there's two teams that jump out to me. That's the Kansas City Chiefs and that's the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Um, but now let me go to the other the, the, the other guys on the list. Julio Jones. Mm. Is he done? I was going to say, lost? does he still got it? Listen, let me tell you where let me tell you where he can fit. Yeah. NFC North, there's two teams. The Chicago Bears, Justin Fields can use a veteran mm-hmm. that can show him the way that he can lean on. All I need Julio Jones to do right now is to run a slant route, a goal route, a back shoulder, and a nine stop. That means mm-hmm. run 10 yards, nine yards, and stop. Okay, <laughs> yeah. versus press conference. That's all I need you to do. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, he can do that and he can thrive. Last year was tough because he was banged up, hamstring, et cetera, et cetera. You get that guy back to 100%. He may not be 100% of Julio Jones that we saw three years ago, four years years ago, but he definitely can go out there and contribute in a major way. Another team in the NFC North where Julio Jones fit is the Green Bay Packers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Do you not remember? Look what he did with James Jones. He was killing with him. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Julio got the catch radius. Right. Right. That's that's why I said Nobody can get to it. Bro, the last four years of my career, um, five years of my career, everybody's like, oh, he's going to be a third down threat and uh, uh, red zone guy, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And, 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 and I went out there and I was able to put up 1500 yards and 14 touchdowns, et cetera, et cetera. So like, I, look, I don't, not saying that Julio would, would go out there and put up 1500 yards or 1400 yards. But what I, what I do believe is he can go contribute and give you 10 touchdowns. Mm, I think he can 10? be. That's aggressive. That's not aggressive. That's easy. He a red zone weapon. That's, that's but, easy. But that's, that's easy. That's, that's if you get down there, if you're one on one, just throw it up to him. Yeah. And the other, the, you know, and 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 then you got you got Dwayne Brown. He, can he was play. a left tackle yeah. for sure. For left Seattle, tackle for yeah. Seattle the last couple of years before there. Before then, he was in Houston. Houston. Yeah. If I'm Cincinnati Bengals, I don't care, man. Put him at center. Put him at the right tackle. I don't care. Protect my guy. And they did a good job did a good of moving off season. Yeah. Yep. Uh, David Conley is another guy that's interesting on the list. I think he should end up back where he was at last year with the Cleveland Browns. Pair him with Miles Garrett. They seem like they had a real rapport. Um, and then David Conley also has the ability to kick inside on third down. Use some of that athletic ability on guards and rush there. They call it the NASCAR package when you move and have four defensive ends mm-hmm. on the field at one time. So I think that'd be a really good fit for him. What you think about Melvin Ingram, though? You be in the trenches. He yeah. got, he was a factor for Kansas City last year. Well, I actually year. think they they signed him some to some tender where it's only like $2 million, so they own his route, rights. So if somebody wants to get him, they have to pay up more than $2 million. I don't think anybody will. I think he ultimately ends back up in Kansas City. Okay. Because uh, when he when he came there, he brought some juice. Yeah, to he that definitely defense. brought juice. That defense played a lot better when he came over. And then even the pass rush ability, him being able to rush inside and rush outside, he, he, he was a major factor, especially down the stretch in the playoffs for Kansas City. I am Athlete Tonight. It's part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. 
Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM Podcasts.